today, we are going to talk about the importance of healthy fat in your diet. Um, I know a lot of people, the old school way of thinking is low fat is better for you. Um, and that's not necessarily the case. It obviously kind of more depends on the type of fat that you're, that you're eating. So there's lots of information. Um, this is just kind of a small snippet of information regarding healthy fat in your diet. Obviously there's a lot more that we could go over, but I'm trying not to make this a super long presentation. So hopefully you guys learn a little bit. So if you guys don't know me yet, my name is Jessica. I am a registered nurse. I'm also a paramedic um, and I am also a certified health and wellness coach. So specializing in adults and seniors and pregnancy. I just finished up those certifications. Um, so just a little quick little bit about me. I do work in the emergency department. That's my specialty as a nurse. So been a nurse since 2009. Um, and today we're going to go over unhealthy versus healthy fats and how to know the difference. So th which fats to avoid, fats you likely need more of, and the crucial roles that fat actually plays in our body. So to start, true or false. Your blood cholesterol is mainly comprised of dietary fat, meaning the fat that you ingest through your food. I'll give you guys a second or two to think about that. And that is actually false. So the majority of the fat in your body is actually produced by your liver. So cholesterol itself is produced by your liver. Some of the blood cholesterol um, can is influenced by hereditary, obviously. Um, but eating cholesterol, meaning fat, does not raise your blood cholesterol. So a little tidbit for you. And the next question, true or false? Eating fat makes you fat. Meaning like if you eat the fat on steaks or things like that. No. What is that? So that is also false. Old studies showed a correlation between eating fat and, you know, body fat percentage, but correlation does not equal causation. So statistically, there was a correlation between the two. But like I said, 85% of your cholesterol is actually produced by your own body. So another little interesting fact that I learned is 50% of patients that had a myocardial infarction, meaning a heart attack, actually have normal cholesterol levels in the incidence of that actually still continues to rise despite the increasing number of prescriptions for statins, which are cholesterol lowering medications. Um, so another bunch of information here, fat is actually crucial for brain development and neurotransmission. Um, it's also a large component of bile, which is needed for fat digestion. It's also vital for sex hormone and adrenal hormone production in your own body. Um, and it also helps your body man manufacture and absorb specific vitamins like A, D, E, and K, which are fat-soluble vitamins. So those vitamins actually require fat in your body to actually be absorbed and used properly. So if you don't have enough fat, you're likely not going to be absorbing and using the vitamins and nutrients in your meals that you're getting. So fat is actually very crucial. Fat also makes food taste better. Duh. If you've ever had a steak, in my personal opinion, the little fatty pieces are the, my favorite. They have the most flavor. Um, it actually it also makes foods work better in your body, as I said previously on the previous slide, um, especially with fat-soluble vitamins and minerals, your body requires fat in order to use those nutrients from the foods that you're eating. 
Um, fat also has a higher satiety factor than carbs. So it helps you feel full longer. And when you eat fat with carbs, it actually slows the absorption of the carbohydrates into your bloodstream, which <laughs> Mom, thus lowers the insulin spike. Excuse me for a second. Mommy duty. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Um, yeah. So when you eat it with carbs, it actually decreases the insulin spike in your body, which as we had talked, I had made a presentation before too, about insulin resistance. So when you start overloading your blood with a lot of carbs, you increase your insulin, um, or the carbohydrates are broken down into glucose. So your body releases a bunch of insulin and over time, your body, the cells become less receptive to the insulin, which is where you get insulin resistance. And that's how people end up de developing diabetes as they get older. Um, so uh, just a short brief list of some very unhealthy fats that are easily found in a lot of processed foods. Um, and these are more of your omega-6 um, acid or omega-6 fats. So um, partially hydrogenated oils, corn oils, cottonseed oil, spelled that wrong, palm kernel oil, sunflower, safflower, and soybean oils. Um, and like I said, these are often processed foods are high in omega-6, which is actually the more unhealthy fat. Um, and the average American diet is actually very high in omega-6s. Um, so just kind of food for thought. Whereas you look at your healthy fats, these are found in um, primarily in fish oil. Um, the DHA and EPA are your omega-3s that are the most crucial to your body. Um, they're also found in flax oil, olive oil, and nut oils. Fish is actually the preferred um, source for these because it's a more pure um, omega-3 and your body actually has an easier time utilizing it. You can get it from plant sources, but it's not as preferred for your body. Your body actually it has to work harder to convert that. Um, and these omega-3s or healthy fats are found in real foods. So one way you can think of it is foods that swim in the sea, run in the forest and grow in the fields. And I'll go into that here in another slide or two down the road here. But the average American diet is actually very low in these fats. So the ideal, ideal ratio for omega-6 to omega-3 is actually 0.4 to one. But as I said earlier, the average American diet actually has a ratio of six to one on average, all the way up to 20.1. And I found that pretty, pretty scary actually, and um, quite interesting. So um, there was a study done on the Eskimos um, kind of relating to the omega-3s and they actually have a very high fat diet because their primary source of food uh, and meat in general is fish. Their diet actually consists of 60% fat. Most of that is omega-3s because they have such a high diet um, with fish. So the study actually showed that they have the lowest incident of cardiac disease, diabetes, and arthritis in the world. They also have a 5% death rate um, of these diseases listed above, as opposed to Americans that have a 40% death rate. So, you know, when you're looking at omega-3 specifically, especially those fats, you know, it, like I said earlier, it's not the, it's the fat that you eat, the type of fat that you eat, omega-6 versus omega-3, that really indicates how healthy your lipid profile is and how healthy you are overall. So 
a high fat diet is not necessarily bad. It obviously depends on what type of um, fat that you're eating. So if you're eating higher omega-3s, that's the best fat for you. And you need to try to limit those omega-6s. There was also a study done through Tufts, Tufts University Center on aging. And they found that people with the highest DHA levels that ate three or more servings of fish per week had a reduced risk of dementia compared to those that did not eat fish. They also had a 39% lower risk of Alzheimer's compared to those with low DHA levels. And again, DHA and EPA are your omega-3 fatty acids. Um, the Framingham Heart Study showed that patients with the highest blood DHA of omega-3 levels had the lowest levels of dementia overall. And the brain is actually comprised of primarily fat. It is actually 60% fat. So if you're not eating enough, your brain actually will slow down and it, um, back to my anatomy days. So the myelin sheath that actually covers your neurons is actually comprised of fat. So if you decrease your fat and you're not getting enough, your brain can't properly repair itself. Those nerves actually start to fray, which is where you start getting multiple sclerosis. So the brain is actually the most affected organ in your entire body by your diet specifically. It also burns 25% of the food energy that you consume and it can it burns mostly carbs. So not only is fat super important for your brain, but carbs also are super important. That's if you don't eat enough carbs, if you've tried keto diets and things like that that severely limit your carbs, you're gonna have brain fog, you're gonna be slower in thinking, your thought process is gonna be a lot slower or maybe non-existent. Um, so carbs are actually very important, but so are fats, especially omega-3s. So the brain actually also requires more omega-3s than any other organ in your body. It helps regrow your brain cells, and it also facilitates neuropectin, which is what they call the youth hormone. It helps you, helps you stay young physically and especially mentally because you're protecting your neurons in your brain. And if you have any damage or things need repair, the fat is readily available to do the repairs needed. It also speeds the transmission of the nerve impulses of the brain, again, because it covers the myelin sheath. And if you have a lot of um, the fat that covers that, it's a, it helps increase the neurotransmission rate. Um, and like I said, it helps you think and act faster, and it can prevent the fraying of nerves and thus prevent help MS. They also have done some studies, too, with people in MS that increased their omega-3s that actually had some a little bit of improvement in some of their symptoms too. Um, I don't have that study right offhand, but um, if I do find it, I'll, I'll post a link later. Um, but omega-3s actually have a lot of other properties besides brain health um, and incidence of cardiac disease and things like that. So it's also an anti-inflammatory. Um, it's an anticoagulant. It actually helps lower your resting heart rate and it lowers your cholesterol and triglycerides. So increasing healthy fats, your omega-3s can actually lower your overall blood cholesterol and triglycerides. Um, diets high in omega-3, specifically in fish, found in fish and monounsaturated fats, such as olive oil and low in saturated fats actually showed a lower incidence of cholesterol, LDL and a higher HDL. I think I said that a little bit too fast. Let me go over that again. So higher omega-3s. So if you're eating more fish or getting um, more omega-3 supplements and higher monounsaturated fats, such as olive oil, which is higher in omega-3s, and you're avoiding those low in saturated fats, can, those three in combination can help lower your cholesterol, which lowers your LDL and increases your HDL. So it gives you a more op optimal lipid profile panel. 
So LDL is your bad cholesterol and HDL is your good cholesterol. Um, a couple other properties of omega-3s, it actually helps lower your risk of stroke by 50% when you're eating two or more servings of salmon per week. So if you're increasing your omega-3 intake, uh, and that goes back to the um, uh, <laughs> the anticoagulation effects of the omega-3s. Um, they also had found that people that eat more fish and seafood in general actually have lower incidence of depression rates. Um, so a very non-comprehensive list of omega-3 sources. So you have sockeye salmon is actually the preferred, sockeye salmon and wild Alaskan salmon are actually the two most preferred sources of omega-3s. They're a little bit um, more pure. Uh, your body can use those a little bit more readily. Um, and they're very high in omega-3s. But close behind those that you can still eat and still get a good amount of omega-3s is ar Arctic char, Pacific tuna, canned light tuna, Alaskan halibut, anchovies, sardines, rainbow trout, catfish, Pacific shrimp, and Pacific cod. Um, and some plant sources for omega-3s are walnuts. That's actually called the brain nut. Not only does it look like a brain, but it's also super high in omega-3 fat. Um, flax seeds, sunflower seeds, sesame seeds, pumpkin seeds, avocado, and whole eggs. The majority, obviously, if you take out the yolk, you're not getting the omega-3s and the, the essential fat that you need. Um, I know for a long time, they pushed for egg whites you know, and to take out the yolks, especially if you had high cholesterol. But as I said earlier, 85% of your cholesterol is produced by your liver and eating fat does not increase your blood cholesterol. So the, the yolks are good for you. There is quite a bit of fat in them, but it is good fat. And again, fish is the preferred source for your omega-3s. Um, some other sources, the U.S. National Institute of Health actually recommends that you get a minimum of 600 milligrams of DHA and EPA daily combined. And that's kind of an old number. Um, that's about equivalent to a six ounce wild salmon steak twice a week. But ideally, that's still pretty low. Ideally, um, they are now actually showing studies that two grams is actually optimal of DHA plus EPA daily in a, about a one-to-one -one up to a two-to-one ratio, respectively. They also had studies that showed that they are recommending now that those with heart disease and arthritis consider three grams a day um, because it does help with the anti, it's an anti-inflammatory and it's also an anticoagulant. So it has been shown to help decrease the incidences of pain associated with arthritis by helping to lubricate the joints. Um, and it also decreases the um, incidence of cardiac disease or heart attacks um, secondary to those anticoagulation effects. And they also are recommending that those with neuro issues such as dementia, Alzheimer's, and things like that to consider up to five to six grams a day. Now, that being said, I do want to throw out a disclaimer, always consult your doctor before taking any supplements, especially you have, if you have any underlying medical conditions and you're taking any prescriptions that may be affected by taking this. So um, especially if you're already on like an anticoagulant such as Xarelto, Coumadin, um, Eliquis, things like that, you definitely want to talk to your doctor before starting these because um, there can be some drug interactions. So the one that I use right now, um, I do use Core Nutritionals um, 
omega-3s one because they it's lemon flavored i do not like that fishy burpy taste at all so they do have one that is lemon flavored it's 120 capsules for 41.49 um if you use my discount code at checkout it's 33.19 um and you get 120 capsules i currently take two tablets or two capsules twice a day but oh, down here you'll see that um the two soft gels actually have 1300 milligrams um so 1.3 grams provided in that dose um and so that's all i have in general for the um, healthy fats. I know it's, I kind of talked a little fast and it's a lot of information to kind of throw at you guys, but I hope you found that helpful. Um, if you guys have any other questions or anything about fish oils, um, the, a lot of them are over the counter. It's just, you just have to read the label, make sure that they say um, pure. A lot of them have some additives and things like that. So you want to avoid those. So just be sure you read the label when you're looking at omega-3s. Um, some of them require refrigeration if you don't take them regularly or often enough. Um, so just be aware that you're reading the labels and see how to store them properly as well. So um, that's all I have. I hope you guys have a wonderful day and the weekend is coming up. Let us know if you guys have any fun plans. Um, I know Sierra and I um, are planning on going hiking in Glacier this weekend at, on Sunday. So, um, so that'll be fun. But anyway, happy to share some information. If you guys have other topics that you want us to cover, things that you have questions about, please send us a direct message or an email or throw it out on the group chat so that everybody um, can see that maybe other people have questions too. But um, we would love to get some more ideas on what you guys want to hear from us and more information and some more research that we can do to help you guys. So um, hope you guys have a great day. We'll talk soon.